0: All right. So let's talk about something I think that is uh, rarely, if ever, discussed in the real estate agent industry. However, I think that after we have this discussion in today's episode, it will expand your mind. It will allow you to think about your business completely differently than maybe the way you look at uh, the way in which you do real estate sales today. So I want to I wanna get into what it means to niche down in order to blow up your business, to scale your business. And this concept, it's its extremely rare. And it's very difficult for, I think, a lot of agents to wrap their 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 mind around this. But I promise you, again, at the end of this video, I think that you'll just think about this a little bit differently. So let's start off with a question. Is it fair to assume that every single real estate agent, you and me, And everybody else out there wants a few things, right? We want, first off, we want prospects to be the one who initiates the conversation, reaches out to us versus us being uh, uh, the one having to reach out to them. Is that fair? I mean, is that ridiculous to think? I don't think so. I think that most agents would prefer to have prospects that they want to work with, buyers and sellers. Be the one to reach out to them to say, uh, You come highly recommended. We've done our research. We'd love to meet with you. Uh, Are you too busy to meet with us? We would prefer that versus being the one to chase down prospects and have to uh, convince them and persuade them to meet with us and then beg and plead for the business. We would prefer uh, the former. That's number one. Number two, we also all want to be respected as the market authority when we're meeting with prospects in other words when we meet with a seller we want to we want to have the built in positioning as the market authority and, and therefore the sellers respect what it is that we suggest that they do price terms strategy all of that versus having sellers beat us up on every single thing having the seller believe that they know uh, more than you, and having this back and forth battle. We would prefer the the opposite. And then lastly, we all want to make a lot of money. I mean, are those three things fair? That one, we want, we'd rather have prospects reach out to us. Two, we want uh, to have this built-in expert authority with prospects that do reach out to us, and we all want to earn a really good income. I mean, is that totally... Crazy to think? No, I think we all want that. Okay. So let's, that's what we're talking about here. So, first off, when we're when we're talking about this idea of niching down to blow up, the first thing we have to look at is this idea of the specialist versus the generalist. Now, you all know all the analogies. So I'm not going to get too deep into um this too deep because I think you get it. But let's just look at a few examples, right? When you look at the medical profession you've got the 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 general family practitioner and then you have the orthopedic surgeon the orthopedic surgeon probably earns 10 to 20 times the amount of your family doctor that you go and see they probably make 150 180 grand a year and the orthopedic surgeon probably makes 800 900 a million dollars per year they specialize in doing one thing versus the generalist does all things okay that's just a good example let's look at dentistry You've got the general dentist that you go and see every day for your cleanings, fillings, things of that nature, and then you have an oral surgeon. Oral surgeon, the specialist, always earns more income. Let's look at an attorney, general attorney versus the divorce attorney. So This idea of specialist versus generalist is the first thing that we have to wrap our minds around. Most real estate agents, the vast majority, I would consider generalist, meaning they're going after anybody and everybody who wants to sell a home. And therein lies the pros and the cons. You see, the idea for an agent to niche down, they think, well, I don't want to just limit myself. I'd be losing all these other opportunities. However, we're going to talk about that in a second. The, The challenge with being the generalist is that oftentimes you're looked at as a commodity. Because you go after Everybody, there's no, this is the perception that the consumer has of us is that you're no different than all the other generalists, all the other real estate mules out there. And there's not a big difference between all of you. Unlike the specialists, there's a massive, massive difference. When you start to do some of the things that we talk about, the perception that the consumer will have of you will be completely different. So, The first idea, and I I know right now in this episode, you're saying, I don't know. Are you suggesting for a second that I say no to all these other opportunities and focus on just like one specific niche? Not yet, just stick with me on this. The upside to being the specialist is exactly what we just talked about, okay? And we're gonna talk about some examples. Don't worry, we're gonna get into all of that. When you are the specialist, in a specific area of work, you can start to charge what I call value pricing versus commodity pricing. It's very difficult for you to position yourself and charge a premium for your services when the perception of the consumer is that you are no different. Now, you can make the argument and try to explain to the seller why, why you're different, but it's very difficult to change someone's perception. When you are the specialist and you're the only real estate agent in the market that does this type of work, this type of work, I'm going to explain in just a minute, you can charge a premium for the pricing because the perception is that you are the expert and therefore you can get me a better result. That's the value. Price is what you pay, value is what you get. So if you're the specialist and you're the only one in the marketplace Amongst all the other, let's call it, most markets have about 10,000 realtors. Of all 10,000 realtors, you're the only one who can get me this specific outcome, this specific tangible result that I'm after. That then justifies value pricing in, your, in the services that you offer. Because you create a world where you have a competition of zero. That's the upside to niching way, way, way down is you create a world or a marketplace of zero because right now, let's be honest, how often do you hear sellers tell you when you go and meet with the seller, you interview to take the listing that they tell you, hey, we're going to go and meet with a couple of other agents and we'll get back to you probably almost every time, right? So creating a marketplace where there's a competition of zero is a massive upside because you're the only agent in the marketplace that does this type of work. The other thing is, we talked about it a little bit, it allows you by niching way, way, way down to attract versus chase. In other words, it doesn't take very long for the marketplace to find out who is the real expert in this specific area of of real estate. And you become the go-to person, which allows you to build a business that attracts clients to you and helps you to do a lot less of the chasing. And my favorite part, it allows you to be the one who can be more selective in the clients you decide to work with versus the opposite. I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy to think about that, that you as a real estate agent are the ones selecting the clients. And the client not only being the one who gets to select you, you get that opportunity when you can really, really niche down. So what am I talking about here? All right. So let's really focus on some examples. And I have all this make sense for you. So let's first start off talking about uh, divorce real estate. Okay. So this would be an example of you niching way, 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 way down. All right. I want to talk about the first concept. The first concept was, I said, most of real estate agents get concerned if they were to niche way down, they think to themselves, well, wait a minute, I'd be losing all these opportunities. And so that's what creates this world of being a jack of all trades, master of none, and you just being a commodity versus let's just pretend for a second. Okay, let's just pretend you don't have to do anything. It's your life. It's your business, but let's just play a game. Let's just pretend. That all you did, all you did was divorce real estate, and I'm not even suggesting that you do that. I just I want to just play a game. If you look into your public records right now, okay, your public records just in your little city, in your little market that you live in, that you work in, what you would find is thousands, thousands of divorce cases that are in uh, court, the court system right now. That's what you would find. And so my question for you is that one. Example, that one little niche inside of your business, niching way down versus going after everybody who wants to buy or sell a house. You go after one little segment of the marketplace. How valuable that could be for you. If you were the agent, the only agent, because let's be honest, I mean, how many agents do you know that only do divorce real estate? How many do you know? Honestly, be honest. You probably don't know any, right? And so when you can become the specialist in a niche like divorce real estate where judges in the divorce court are calling upon you as an expert witness your business changes forever when divorce attorneys when you have the reputation to uh uh to navigate A very difficult transaction, like divorce real estate is, the general practitioner screws it up all the time. This is why divorce attorneys are very nervous when realtors get involved. Judges are very nervous when when an amateur realtor gets involved with a divorce case and they don't know what they don't know. That's the downside of of a generalist. But when you're a specialist, you see the market comes to you. The market, when you have this built-in market authority, around a specific niche, you can have a judge call you in as an expert witness for for testimony in a a divorce case. And you can have divorce attorneys within side of your market referring you to all of their clients by the droves, by the way, because you've created this competition of zero. You've become the specialist in the market. That's an example. Okay. Let me give you another example. Probate. Probate real estate, just like divorce, it requires a level of expertise that the general real estate agent, the one out there just helping you know mom and dad sell and buy and Uncle John, the generalist has no clue how the 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 probate real estate process works. They have no clue, and when you do, when you do, you create a market of none, a market of zero when you can go uh, to a, a probate attorney and work with a probate attorney and help navigate that that estate from the from the process of getting the real estate sold so that the estate could be settled you create value in the marketplace okay let's keep going let me give you a couple more examples what about what about working with seniors that are specifically Transitioning in life out of their home into an assisted living. Let's just look at that as an example. You probably have some type of an assisted living facility going up on every corner in your market, like I do, like most people do. That's because we're seeing the 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 the, the greatest numbers of of downsizers of people right now. The baby boomers' parents. We're seeing this large demographic coming into an age that requires them to have assisted living. Well, what if that was your specialty? What if you were the agent that owned all of the relationships with all of the assisted living facilities in your town, and nobody could transition as senior because it takes a certain level of skill in order to help a senior get and navigate through this process, in, uh, uh, including working with elder care attorneys, okay? Including, there's a lot that goes into working with a senior that the general real estate agent just doesn't understand. They don't have the specialized training inside of that specific nuance of real estate. So imagine a world, you build a brand as a the specialist, that there's no better agent in your market that can help a senior transition from their primary residence into assisted living and all the nuance that goes in between that move it's it doesn't take long it doesn't take very long for all of the sales managers at all of the assisted living firms to start referring you all of the business and you becoming the go-to real estate agent for this specific occurrence in someone's life okay let's keep going let's talk about working specifically with doctors Wow, Brandon, I never heard of that niche before. You you need to just work with doctors? Well, yeah, because what a doctor needs, especially early in their career, is completely different than your normal buyer and seller. There are special doctor financing. There is their, their schedule in which they have to deal with in order to work with a physician when they're working 100 hours a week. And what you can do when you specialize in doctor loans and serving those that are purchasing of real estate in the medical profession, it doesn't take very long for the local hospitals to call upon you to have you be part of their benefit package for their physicians. So think about a world. The the, the local um, physician groups are recruited. They're trying to recruit talent, right? That's what they're trying to do. Now, you could be... Uh, a, a part of their realist uh, of their employee benefit package when it comes to recruiting that we have specialized real estate agent partners so that when you transition from uh let's just say Tampa Florida and we recruit you and now you're going to be working in Dallas Texas and you don't know anything about the local market you have no time to figure out because we've got you working 80 90 100 hours a week we've got to specialize we, we've partnered with a local real estate Uh, uh, agency, who this is all that they do. They They work with our physicians that come into our hospital and they take care of the financing. They take care of the real estate. They take care of the entire process so that it's a huge burden off their plate. That's just an example. You could do the same thing with new construction. You could do the same thing with relocation. You could do the same thing with specific neighborhoods when it comes to maybe a luxury neighborhood where the properties are super unique. A question that most sellers will ask is how many homes have you sold in here before? If someone's got a a special, unique type of property, that's a question that comes up in an interview almost every single time. Well, what if that was all you focused on? Was this type of property set that all you focused on, and I'm just making this up, was high-rise luxury condominiums? That's what your sales practice was built on. The the, the level, the depth of conversation you can have with a homeowner would be unmatched by any general practitioner that just helps everybody. Now, let me just be really clear. And there's many, 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 many more niches. I just want to open your mind up to some of these, okay? What I'm not saying is, well, does that mean I just turn away all of the other business? Maybe one day, maybe one day. Like if you are so busy with your divorce real estate practice, where you're managing 20, 30 listings, and uh, you didn't, you you couldn't serve maybe somebody that was just, you know, uh, a, a normal buyer or seller, perhaps you start to refer those out the same way that uh, real uh, real professionals do, like attorneys. If a divorce attorney gets a case for a bankruptcy, they don't just say, well. I've got this scarcity mindset. I might as well just take the business. No, I'm too busy focused on helping my divorce clients. I'll refer you to a bankruptcy attorney. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm not suggesting that you would do that from day one. What I am suggesting is that in addition to what you're already doing, as it uh, relates to your lead generation, is to start to think about a niche for you to go super, super deep on where there is no competition, this channel of business brings you great fulfillment, gr- brings you great profit, and most importantly, allows you to provide real, tangible value to the marketplace. And it's because exactly what I said at the beginning of this video, which is when it, when we talk about real estate, it's very rare that you hear about an agent who's who is a specialist. You hear. Most of us are generalists. We're just out there helping anybody with a pulse that wants to buy or sell houses. That's fine. Continue to do that. But if you can add this arm to your business, over time, you can start to build a real sales practice that accomplishes the first three things that we talked about. Number one, it, it starts to create a world where people are starting to contact you. Hey, we're heard, we heard you are the real specialist in this area. We'd like to meet with you. Wouldn't that be nice? It allows you to, when you meet with these people, for them to sit there and listen and take your advice because you are the expert. It's no longer seller saying, ah, I don't know, I think this price makes more sense. I know this, I know that. That goes away. And it allows you to be uh, in a position where you can earn an extremely high income based on your expertise. So as next steps, what, what can you do? Well, A, which niche And again, there's a million of them. I don't want you to think uh, in terms of, well, there's only divorce, probate. There's a ton more. We can have that conversation in the comments section. But what's one area in your life of expertise that maybe you know more about than anybody else that would allow you to position yourself as the true market authority? Focus on that. Get education around that niche. And then you can start to create a, a prospecting and a marketing campaign around positioning yourself as that expert and start to grow that arm of your business.